Welcome! If you're just joining us, we are the Big Truths for Little Hearts podcast. My name is Susanna. And I am Mary Frances. We're sisters turned stay-at-home mamas living in two totally different parts of the country. I'm in Middle Georgia. And I'm in New England. We may be far apart, but we love music and storytelling. That's part of how we stay connected. And that's why we're here, to share that passion with you guys. We grew up as pastor's kids in a church community full of rich biblical teaching, and that included the songs we sang, also known as hymns. If you've never joined us before, welcome! And if you're coming back for more, yay! We love when our new friends come back. We are so very glad that you're here. Well, we have our question of the day as always, and today's question is simple. What is your favorite sport? Do you have one? Remember, you can think outside of the box and use examples like dancing or gymnastics. We have a couple of listeners around here who wanted to answer this one for us. to do? Clean. Clean. (laughs) I don't know what my favorite sport is. I like to sit outside. Great answers, guys. I'd have to say that's not really a hard question for me, Suze. I've never really liked sports. I will say that I had a short stint in softball, and I still love watching baseball to this very day. I think I remember that. I know what you mean, though. We both grew up dancing in musicals, and we both played various sports growing up, but nothing ever really stuck for either of us, and that's okay. Still, it was fun to hear what our listeners had to say. This week's song is a fun one. That being said, this week's song begins with the letter S. And now we're going to play our song snippet so you can guess what it is. Are you ready? Here we go! This one is really fun. It makes me want to stand up and dance. It's called Standing on the Promises. 
Hmm. Do you guys know what it means to stand on the promises of God? Wait a minute. Are we supposed to write them on a piece of paper and then stand on top of them? That can't be it, right? No, it doesn't mean that we're actually supposed to stand on the words. It means we're living in faith, trusting the promises God has provided for us in the Bible. Oh, well, that makes more sense. But what do you mean by the word promises? Well, that means God's word. He has given us the truth of scripture, which covers everything we need for life and godliness. Oh, now that you're saying this, I think I remember reading about God's promises with my daughters. The Children's Catechism has a great way of defining this when it asks the question, who wrote the Bible? The answer is that it was written by holy men who were taught by the Holy Spirit. But what does the word promise mean? Huh, are you going to Google it? Well, you know it. According to the old Google machine, here's what a promise is. A declaration or assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. Uh Aha! Good to know! Good to know! And we can rest on God's word because it is perfect. Do you want to know why? Because the one who wrote it is, right? Exactly! Now that we're moving on from our little tangent, let's see who today's hymnist is. His name was Russell Kelso Carter. Kelso? Susanna, stay on track! He was born in Baltimore, Maryland in 1849. Apparently, he was quite the athlete, but he was also a professor of chemistry, natural science, civil engineering, and mathematics. Whoa. I know, but wait, there's more. In addition to those things, he also published textbooks, authored several novels, raised sheep, and practiced medicine. He even helped edit several hymnals, including Hymns of the Christian Life, which he published alongside A.B. Simpson. In 1886, today's song, Standing on the Promises, was composed while he was teaching at the military academy. Some have said that his experience in military training led to the martial tune of today's hymn. Interestingly enough, the hymn was published missing a stanza, also known as a verse. Never fear, though. We just happen to have that missing verse right here with us in the studio. Crazy, right? go like this. Standing on the promises, I now can see perfect present cleansing in the blood for me. Standing in the liberty where Christ makes free, standing on the promises of God. Aren't these words timely? In a crazy world where we don't know exactly what is going to happen next, we can rest in the truth that God's promises never fail because He never fails. It reminds me of the Apostle Paul's words in Ephesians 6, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, 
Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Wow, those are powerful words, aren't they? Do you know what it all means? I do, Suze. It doesn't mean that we are to put on physical protection, like the men at the military academy probably did this when Mr. Carter was there, but it does mean that we have spiritual armor to protect us in every situation. I found a helpful website for kids that explains the pieces perfectly. We'll put the link in our description so you can go look too. First, there's the belt of truth. We need to put this on first to remember the truth we know about God. We can know this truth by reading His Word, the Bible. Next is the breastplate of righteousness. If you play hockey or baseball, you probably have something that protects the part between your neck and tummy. This piece also protects your heart. We can protect our heart by confessing any sin we have, but also by remembering that we're protected if we have a relationship with Jesus. We're covered by His righteousness so we can have victory over sin. Now we put on the sandals of peace. First, we need to protect our feet and go where the Lord leads us. Our feet would get sore if we walked around with no shoes on, so we need to avoid places we know we shouldn't go to keep our and keep our protective sandals on. Second, we need to be peaceful and peacemakers with others. If there's someone you're fighting with or if you've hurt someone's feelings, you need to go and ask for their forgiveness, or you need to forgive those who have wronged you. Third, if you find things are a little hectic, God is the ultimate peacemaker, and if you ask, He can give you all the peace that you need in Christ. The next piece of armor you don't have to wear, instead you hold it. It's the shield of faith. Just think of what you could do with a real shield. If someone throws a snowball at you, you can lift the shield so it doesn't hit you at all. We can use the shield in the same way when bad things come our way, like temptations or doubt. Sometimes the devil will try to make us think that there isn't a God or that he doesn't love us because we've done something wrong. We need to hold up our shield and stop these thoughts when this happens. And remember that the Lord loves us no matter what. The helmet of salvation is the next piece. This is what we use to protect our minds. Sometimes we need to remember that we're God's children and He loves us and will help us when we need Him. We also need to remember that we read in the Bible and learned from our parents about church and God. That will help us make the right decisions. The next piece of armor that we hold is the sword of the Spirit. The sword is both the Bible and having the Spirit of God at work in us. We can cut anything off that isn't good in our lives. By remembering God's Word, the Bible, we will be able to tell what is good and what is bad. 
prayer is the last piece of armor. This isn't one particular piece of armor, but kind of holds all the armor together. By talking to God, we can do amazing things. Nothing is too big or impossible with prayer because God can do anything that he wants to. That doesn't mean that he will always answer the way we want him to, but he will answer the way he knows is best. God has given us this special equipment as a means of grace. We know that we can face life valiantly because he has given us all that we need. And in every moment, we can ask the Lord to put on these special pieces of spiritual armor to keep us dependent on Him. What? Did you think? I really like today's story. It seems like the last two weeks we have learned about some cool marching songs. It makes me want to march around the room right now. Oh no, now she's done it. Seriously though, doesn't it fill your heart with joy to know that you are not alone in the world? The God of the universe has equipped you with everything you need for victory. And that starts with his holy inspired word. That's right, friends. So whenever you face anything that seems too big or scary for you, or even in the moments of peacefulness, you can know that you are loved and protected more than you can ever understand. And in those moments of uncertainty, cry out to the Lord in prayer. You can even imagine those pieces of armor going on your body as you pray. If you... to know more about who God is or how to know him, you can go to our website. There you'll also find lyrics to today's song plus coloring sheets to share so that you can sing along with your family. It's all there at bigtruthsforlittlehearts.net. And don't forget to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our show for weekly episodes. You'll hear a new one every Wednesday. You can also find more resources and encouragement on our Instagram page. And if you leave us a review on Apple, you might just hear it on the show. But make sure an adult helps you with all of the website stuff. And now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Standing on the promises of Christ, my King, through eternal ages, let His praises ring. Go in the highest, I will shout and sing. Standing on the promises of God. Standing on promises that cannot fail when the howling storms of doubt and fear say by the living word of God I shall prevail standing on the promises of God